What's going on, everybody? How's everybody doing? Big Brother Champ here on Big Brother Champ's podcast. What are we going to talk about today? We've got a lot of topics. A lot of topics. Oh, first things first. Actually, I got to respond to some emails. I think a lot of my emails were getting filtered out. Uh, into junk for some fucking stupid reason. My my email decided that like certain emails were, were spam or junk. It didn't make any fucking sense at all. Um, but anyway, that that's a matter in and of itself. But uh, I was just uh, watching these videos. This guy, the fucking cart narc, I think is he's called. He's just this guy that uh, calls people out for not returning their shopping cards. And it's just it's just a perfect combination of, 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 of uh, three of my favorite things. One, as a guy who fucking spent years collecting shopping carts, um, I, I, I take it very fucking personally when people just fucking leave them wherever because they just can't be bothered because they're fucking cunts. Well, I mean, it, it implies a society where people are not equal and uh, some people are... Now, now, people are not equal, right? There's fucking handicapped people in fucking, like, wheelchairs and shit that, like, it's a thousand times more difficult for them to fucking get their cart back to the fucking corral. I like that they call it a corral like it's a fucking old Wild West Western. But anyway, um, yeah, I don't mind getting the fucking carts from the handicapped spots that are close to the fucking door. That's not a big deal. But, like, fully grown, capable fucking people. Because if you fuck... If everybody did this shit, just left their fucking carts everywhere, the whole parking lot would be fucked. So it's like, not everyone can do it. So the people that do it think, they either, well, two things. They either think they're in this class above everyone else, where they're more special, their time and fucking effort is more valuable. And then they always use the same excuse. They're always like, oh, well, people get paid to do this. It's like, oh, fuck up. Actually, the guy has some good analogies. He's like, well, people get paid to clean the bathroom. Do you shit all over the fucking place do you piss all over the floor people get paid to clean it up why not like well of course not it's like what's the same thing it's like no it's not anyway the second thing i love is people flipping out like you just see how fickle how tenuous people's fucking like just grasp on mental health is like it's just so fucking easy to tip people over the edge and just get them to flip the fuck out like i don't know like if i i I don't know i never do this but if i just didn't fucking put my cart back once and someone's like hey put your cart back but oh shit yeah you know what all right no problem i'd like to think that's what i do but people are like fuck yeah just start screaming yelling and freaking out and shit it's like oh my god but anyway the third thing and the most beautiful part about this guy in his videos is he never resorts to fucking anger and i always stress this a lot because i flip the fuck out a lot of times and it's so hard not to it's the right thing to do though um, is to just to hold your temper in, in certain situations because you're you know you got to stay in control and you never give people the satisfaction. These people are flipping the fuck out, like they're totally in the wrong, and then they're flipping the fuck out. It's like somebody who like like cuts you off or like cuts in front of you. You know they're just driving like absolute fucking morons, and then you're like honk or you like like hey what are you doing? And then they just start flipping out and honking at you and like giving you the finger and screaming and yelling. It's like like I said before, or what I was trying to say before was um, either, yeah, these people think they're better than others, like that me first, me first, I'm more important, or they just don't even, they're completely fucking oblivious. Like, you just, just, there's no fucking thought whatsoever about anything or anyone else or whatever. Like, the people with that bullshit excuse, like, oh, I throw garbage all over the place because someone will clean it up. Like, what the fuck? 
Like, if I went over to your house and threw garbage everywhere, you'd probably fucking pick it up eventually. But you'd probably think I was a fucking asshole and be like, well, what the fuck is your problem? Like, you're fucked. It's like, I know I know most people clean their fucking wash. I wouldn't say all. I don't deal with absolutes. <laughs> I used to be a guy that didn't clean his washroom. Fuck. That's, it's, it's pretty fucking nasty. It's one thing when you're piss loaded every fucking day, pun intended, and uh, <laughs> your place is fucked and you're fucked in the head so you don't even notice. But... Yeah, to live in civilized society, you gotta clean your fucking washer, man. That's a, that's a battle everyone's gonna lose, man. You might not want to do it, but you gotta do it. Anyway, the point is, if someone shits all over your fucking bathroom, they can use the same logic. Well, someone cleans this. Uh, anyway, you guys get the point. You probably got it like ten fucking paragraphs to go. But you know what? You don't come here for quality. You come here for content, for quantity over quality. All right, with a little bit of quality peppered in from time to time at random. Anyway. A lot of people shit all over my podcast. And it's like, what the fuck, man? Nah, you know what? I'm actually concerned about how much positive feedback I get. I don't know if people just handle me with the kid gloves because they think I'm fucking retarded. Or uh, there is some quality here. They really are enjoying it. I don't know. I've told a lot of people who suck that they're great. Uh, now, now like... <laughs> I genuinely think everybody is great, though. I've explained that many times. Um... I try to focus on things that people are actually good at. Now, there's there's a lot of ways to look at it. I'm having a good time doing this. And when people are having a good time doing stuff, it's all right. Now, if I were, like, singing and I were really bad at it, and, and I am a really bad singer, um, I would want someone to tell me. I remember any time I've done karaoke, no one's come up and said, wow, that was good. They were like, holy fuck. Jesus Christ. Even though I was having a good time doing it. So, there is... Uh, <laughs> I love it, Step Brothers, where they have that stupid, the, the end, they're like, we, we got this company, it's called Karaoke and Roll. <laughs> like, just the name alone makes me fucking sweat. Um, <laughs> but, oh yeah, and they're just like, if you suck, no, no. You, like, I, I, I can't remember what he says, but he's like, if you're suck, no, no, no way. It's just like, who decides this? I don't know. Even this stupid shit like that, it, it, it's uh, very amusing to me. Um, I don't know why I feel like I gotta defend why I think that fucking. That's one of the funniest goddamn movies. I've watched that movie ten trillion times. Step Brothers. I quote it like every single day. It's like the dumbest shit ever, but it's so fucking funny. Like we're all grown, grown ass adults. As far as I know, everyone here is around my age, give or take. And um, you know, a lot of times we regress, even just very temporarily. You know what I mean? It's like it's like I used to go to this pub. In, uh, in Etobicoke, in Etobicoke, Etobicoke, and um, what's it called? I remember there the age group was like fucking 18 to like 80, and everyone just got along. Every race, every creed, every color, every gender, every fucking group of people, everyone was just drinking. Well, no, there were fights. There was violence from time to time, but in general, everybody was getting along. And the thing is, is like, you know, usually, you know, people of that vast of an age group, I'm going to focus on that, don't always get along. But the thing is, is once you knock a few back, everybody's the same age. Everyone's like a fucking seven-year-old and, um, and behaving as such and regressing even further as the night goes on. But anyway, if your brain has regressed to that fucking childlike statement and then someone hooks up with you, that makes them a pedophile. Well, virtually. Unless that person's wasted too and they've also regressed to the same chain. Then that's like two eight-year-olds fucking. And if you're watching that, you're fucking sick. Okay, guys?
It fucking disgusts me. I don't like to just judge anyone, but what, that thought you guys just had was fucked. <laughs> anyway, um, my point was is like to do a movie like like Step Brothers. This would be a fucking blast because you just get to regress to not just to a childlike state, but to like the most fucking dickhead, fucking like selfish, loudmouth, like this rude little shit. Like, that would just be so much fucking fun. I don't know. I, I would think. Like, to just be able to do that for, for a while. Um, anyway. But, yeah. Okay, no, that ties into what I was saying before. I kind of ruined that fucking thing with the, the whole pedophilia. The, the, my whole analogy with the pedophilia there. Pedophilia ruins so many things, man. It never makes things better. Alright? So there's an absolute there. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's why we fucking drink. You want to take a, uh, you want to take a break from being a grown up and, and, and doing like reality and, uh, and just act like a fucking idiot and not give a shit about anything for a while. And that's why we always pine for our younger days. And a lot of times you think like the music was better. The movies were better. It's just not the case. It's just being young is better. Uh, Ricky Gervais had a good bit about that, about just, it's just being young was better, that's all, everyone pines for the younger days, but yeah, the other thing is, though, um, the, the bonds you form with certain things, like music, movies, even with people, they're completely personal to you, no one else can feel that exact same bond, people can feel similar things, absolutely, but it's, it's unique just for you, just the, the bond you feel between two people and the bond they feel for you is this it's completely unique that's uh, another thing that makes it very special it's like if you have a dog you know your your dog will love you more than more than anything loved anyone at any fucking point you know it's just like that's just how they roll it's how they operate i don't know i'm gonna have a kid soon and then i'm gonna be like one of these guys that's, you don't understand until you have children you do not understand so right now I don't technically have a kid yet, so I guess I just don't understand. Anyway, yeah, I hear there's a serious bond between parents and children. I'm going to try to keep it mostly formal. I don't like to get too attached to anything or anyone. So I'm just, you know, just the occasional handshake. Hey, how you doing, buddy, fella, whatever your name is. Uh, you know, pop in every few months. Hey, what's going on? You know? I just I don't I don't, don't want to get too uh, too close too attached. I try to I try to keep everyone at a, an emotional distance. I can't stress this enough. See, a lot of parents are getting all fucking lovey-dovey with their kids. Ah, it's weak shit. Okay, it's fucking pussy bullshit. It's fucking liberal bullshit. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. Anyway, we're at the 11-minute mark. Is that significant? No, no. I just happened to pause at the 11-minute mark. Guys, settle down. Anyway, um. I'm going to respond to these emails as best I can. Um, they're from uh, one of my best pals in the whole wide world. We'll call him Darcy Blank to keep things anonymous. Very common name. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, the first one from Darcy Anonymous is... When I was a kid, I was legitimately concerned about uh, getting chloroformed and kidnapped. Well, thanks for keeping it light and funny, Darce. Appreciate that. Well, you're, uh, I don't know, I'd like to think you saw that in a movie or something and uh, 
you know, you just let your mind go away from me. I, I don't, I, unless you grew up in like some fucked up place in South America, I hope that wasn't happening very often. You know what? That's, uh, that's a lot more rational of a fear than most kids have. You know, most of our nightmares are full of like fucking vampires and dinosaurs and, wait, dinosaurs were real at some point, but, uh, it's still not a legitimate fear. I don't know, fucking, uh, aliens and monsters. I mean, aliens could be real as well, but abductions alien abductions only happen to like the fucking most white trash fucking hillbillies um for some fucking reason that's who they test on so you're you're safe there and um but like actual fucking kidnappings that yeah that usually only happens in way shittier fucking places and when your uh your parents are way more fucking affluent and wealthy uh, so i mean i don't i don't know why i'm i'm telling you this to comfort you you're a grown-ass man <laughs> it's just i'm like hey, don't worry it's not gonna happen it's okay i mean fuck <laughs> no i mean that's uh, perfectly normal we all have these fucking uh we all have our fucking fears you know what uh when i got older and i started be becoming afraid of less and less like as a kid i was afraid all the fucking time of all kinds of, of shit but then as i got older I became less and less afraid of things that were actually, like, worth being afraid of. But the thing is, is your brain still has to torture you. You still have to be afraid of things. So it'll get insanely creative, like, because you have to have nightmares for some fucking reason. Don't ask me why. And then um, you'll have the most insane fucking nightmares ever because your brain is like, oh, you're not afraid of this anymore? Well, let's dig a little deeper. And um, I can't think of any specific examples right now, but... You know what? You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Come on. So anyway, I hope you didn't get fucking kidnapped and chloroformed. Uh, but that, that is an interesting fucking thing. Actually, I'll tell you a story about how, uh, something I should have been afraid of that I wasn't. When I was a kid, I was very religious, and uh, I wasn't afraid of dying because I thought I'd just go to the afterlife. I thought I'd just go to heaven. And I had this crazy dream where uh, there was this fucking medicine or whatever, or it wasn't medicine. It was something I think. I was supposed to put in my bath or something, but it was poisonous. Whatever it was, it was poisonous. My mom said, don't drink this, you'll die. And then I had this dream where my family was all chugging back on this bottle and killing themselves. And I thought, I was had no fucking concern whatsoever because I thought, oh, you die, you just go to heaven. And so I just grabbed the bottle and chugged it down. So I just committed mass suicide with my whole family. And I didn't even wake up because people were like, you can't die in your dream. Normally, you're scared awake because you're afraid to die. And in normal situations, if I'm falling off a building, if I'm fucking, uh, you know, whatever, like, I, 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 you get shocked awake because you're, you're afraid. Um, but this, I peacefully fucking went to sleep and thought I would just wake up in heaven. And then I went to what I thought was heaven. That was a really weird fucking experience. But that's fucked up for a kid to commit suicide, even in a, in a dream. I thought it was real. And have no fucking fear of the afterlife like that. Or sorry, sorry, have no fear because of the afterlife. Um... Well, I mean, technically, I wouldn't have got in. I didn't know that suicide was a sin back then. I just thought, like, you know, we're just speeding up the process of going to fucking paradise. But whatever. Anyway, like, uh, you, you emailed me about your shit, and I'm only just going to talk mostly about me, because that's what I do. Anyway, uh, for all I know, I died fucking back then, and this is, uh, this is the afterlife? Like, what the fuck is this? So what are you guys, just fucking uh, all dead with me? I don't know. It's, it's interesting. All right, I'm not getting the wording right because I, I can't. I just stopped to, to read another one, and now I... Uh, anyway, the second email or in the in this series of emails from uh, Darcy Blank is... Uh, he always... Um, fuck, 
I already forgot how to read this. He was always living on edge because of a fear of a, a fucking volcano eruption. Even though he lived in the middle of Canada, it seemed very unlikely. But the possibility was never zero. It's something about that. Now, I like what he's saying there because it goes along with something I always say, which never deal in absolutes. The ironic thing is that is an absolute. Um, you know, that's kind of a paradox there. Regardless, so... Uh, <laughs> You know what? Volcanoes, another thing to legitimately fear. Yeah, it's highly unlikely, but that is a real fucking thing. Again, that's a rational fucking fear. You know, but also, this is uh, this is gonna, this might fucking hurt your brain a little bit, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna raise it up to another level. We all have metaphoric volcanoes inside us, and uh, we have to keep those from erupting. You just let them fucking ooze out slowly from time to time. Or else they, boom, they explode from all the liquid hot magma below the surface. That was a Dr. Evil impression, obviously. Which is one of many, many uh, Lorne Michaels impersonations. He's one of the most impersonated guys. Because he's got a really funny voice and demeanor. And uh, he's surrounded by people that like to do uh, impressions. So that's the guy that made Saturday Night Live, obviously. Why do I got to tell you guys this? You guys know this shit. Come on. The fuck? Anyway... Yes, and so uh, volcanoes are a real thing, and it's always uh, it's always good to be uh, to be aware of such things and be to, to be weary, you know. It's uh, it's one of these things that's it's not a. Uh, I don't think it's regarded enough. You got all this fucking liquid magma below the surface. The entire planet's full of this fucking lava, lava. You know they make lamps out of this stuff. Um, oh, <laughs> one time my missus she needed to buy a lava lamp for some reason. Um, I guess it was a gift, but like she went to the Rexdale fucking mall, the Albion mall where the English is not spoken, <laughs> certainly not as a first language, and talking to people that just barely, barely speak English and trying to explain what a fucking lava lamp is, <laughs> it's just like, it's, it's, it's very challenging on both sides. Anyway, um, yeah, so I hope that never happened to you. Um, I know you've been to places that have volcanoes. I must have been scary. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Fuck. I, uh, I hope no, no, none ever fucking burst open in the middle of fucking Canada. But again, that's uh, far more of a logical and reasonable fucking fear than most people fucking have. But in the words of Franklin Delano Roosevelt, we have nothing to fear but fear itself. I do, uh, certainly fear living in fear. I don't want to be afraid anymore. I often go outside my house and just scream like Kevin McAllister. I'm not afraid anymore, you hear? <laughs> ah, shit. He was afraid of his fucking basement. See, he was afraid of his basement, which is fucking insane. And then, uh, it's probably the safest fucking place to be. But he wasn't afraid of the goddamn fucking burglars that were trying to murder him. I mean, very, very terribly. But, uh... You know, so that that's that's a perfect example of where uh, irrational fear and uh, irrational fear versus fucking rational fear. Anyway, so what you're having is a far more rational fear than than most, but still, you're still fucked in the head. Don't let me fucking uh, don't let me get that skewed. There's no volcanoes, Mr. Madison. There's no penguin. That's uh, obviously a fucking reference to Billy Madison. God. Why do I gotta keep calling out all these references? Can't you guys fucking do your own homework? You know what my biggest fear is, Darcy Blank, is um, that 
I'm going to make a reference and no one's going to get it. <laughs> Actually, I, um, I always wanted to be a comedian. I always wanted to do stand-up comedy, but I'm a f terrified of public speaking. I can't get up in front of people and talk. That's completely irrational. It makes no fucking sense. I have dozens, dozens of listeners. And, uh, you know, I used to do YouTube videos for an audience of a hundred fucking people at a time. Actually, no, I got, th I got thousands of fucking views. But, um, I don't know. When I get up in front of a group of people at any situation, I always fucking choke. Or I get piss loaded, uh, just to deal with the fucking stage fright. And then I'm a fucking a drunken mess, which isn't much better than being all nervous and fucking choking. So... You know, there's another irrational fear, but I could I could spin that back to relate to your uh, your volcano thing. It's like I wanted to erupt as a comedian, but like the uh, volcanoes in in Canada, I just stay fucking buried below the uh, surface. There you go. How's that? Is that a fucking good analogy or what? Come on. <laughs> Anyway, I know there's one more. I'll get to it later because uh, it's a lot longer to read and I don't have it memorized. But uh, and, and and to anyone else who emailed me, you you, you might have got filtered into fucking spam for some fucking reason. So I'm going to fish through the fucking spam bin, the garbage can of my of fucking filtered emails and see if I can fish any others out. Well, that's all we have time for now. Uh, we'll be right back after the break. Thank you for listening to Big Run the Chance Podcast. Alright, how's everybody doing? This entire app has been revamped. Uh, now it's uh, fucking popping shit up and distracting me while I'm driving. Okay, so, uh, inadvertently, this fucking thing is already trying to fucking kill me. That's fantastic. So anyway, you know what, I've already talked about this before, but it, it warrants a further fucking discussion. And uh, by discussion, I mean, it's more of a monologue, but you know what? You guys got to factor in all the voices in my fucking head, all right? And they don't always get along. They're not always in fucking, uh, in, in concert with each other, all right? Every once in a while, there's a solo. And um, anyway, regardless, the fucking, God, I can't even fucking, I always, um, whenever anyone's like, why the fuck did anyone change this shit? It happens all the fucking time, especially with software. But all the times it happens with hardware as well. Like all kinds of fucking fittings and fucking things that used to be better are fucking constantly changing. Sometimes you can clearly see, okay, someone did this to save money. But sometimes there's no fucking explanation whatsoever. You can't see any fucking savings. They just changed something and made it worse. Now I understand things have to change. You can't get fucking stuck in one fucking way and refuse to change because Without change, you can have zero improvement. So remember that, okay? And this is the whole basis. I don't want to get back. I, for the love of God, don't drag me back into the political argument. I know what you're thinking. Oh, Ryan, you keep, oh, I don't like the fucking politics. And then he starts talking about politics. Well, fuck off, all right? Again, there's multiple sides. There's a left, there's a right, there's a fucking, uh, there's all these fucking different voices in my head and they're all saying different shit. So I, I, that's why I always try to give both fucking sides of every single fucking thing. I completely forgot where I was. But anyway, one side is trying to make everything stay the same because it's the best, they, you know, it's what they're used to, you know. 
and there's a there's a big part of you that wants things to be the way you're used to and then another part wants to pro progress you know and um, sometimes progress can mean something bad and sometimes it can mean something good but guaranteed it's like I said with the Sun Tzu thing I, I read that so I could actually I read it because it went on sale for like 22 fucking cents um, sorry I think I just the, the original reference I got to Sun Tzu was uh, from the Sopranos and then the Sopranos the Sopranos both sound wrong now um, anyway, but then I just, I just keep putting these things on my list and then when they go on sale, I get them. Um, there's, there's a, I don't know how to put it in a proverb, but there's, there's, there's a, there's a really good thing you can do. It's, it's just mathematics and it's, fuck, I can't remember the goddamn numbers. One is to take a penny for 31 days or a month, if you will. Um, and, uh. You go one penny one day, then the next day two pennies, then the next day four pennies, like that. I don't need to keep going. You guys get the formula. The second one, I think it's like five grand a day. Or is it $1,000 a day? $1,000 a day would leave you with what? $30,000? i am going to say you end up with 300000 So what the fuck is that? 10000 a day? Yeah, I think that's 10,000 a day for 30 days. My brain is fucking like just, I cannot do basic math anymore. I used to just be able to see it all out on a page and now it's just like a blank fucking page and I'm just rambling. I could figure this shit out ahead of time, but honestly, I don't really like to plan my stuff. I actually have stuff written out that I need to go over with you guys, but uh, I don't have it memorized, so it's all just blank. Anyway, if you take the 300,000, it's far less. I think the, the penny doubling ends up to be one point something million dollars. It's not just an interesting mathematical equation. It's, it's, all, it's based on an old Chinese fucking philosophy of being uh, patient. And those guys will work themselves to death being patient and imagining that something good is going to happen or they're, better, they're part of something fucking better. Um, I, I think there's there's hard workers throughout the entire planet, but I think China and Mexico are like in another fucking league, uh, and, and other countries I like them. It's just fucking they're they're in another fucking uh, league. If you've seen these guys work, it's like holy. Oh, I can I fancy myself a hard worker. I don't like using the word fancy. I consider myself a hard worker, um, but that's all. It's all relative, you know. And there's other guys I feel like a fucking slacker when I'm around. So. It's all relative. It's like, uh, you know, some, in some, in, among some people I'm tall and some, among some people I'm fucking average. You know, I'm only six foot one. Uh, out here, that's not very tall at all. Out in, uh, these Dutch people are the tallest fucking people in the world because uh, they, they flood a lot. That's why they wear the wooden shoes. Um, and uh, they got taller and taller so they'd stop fucking drowning to death. You know, they just stand tippy toes as, as the country floods. Uh, <laughs> You know what? I, I don't know. I heard that as a fucking... I don't know if that was a joke or a real fucking thing. I don't really give a shit. Uh, but I am fascinated by evolution and how different fucking uh, people evolve into this or that. Like, I made this fucking hilarious joke uh, about how Japan is the rising sun... The uh, land of the rising sun. What do you do when the sun comes up? You look over and you're like, ah! And you fucking squint. You do that for a few million years and bada-bing. Got yourself a nice racist joke. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I think there's a lot more to it. <laughs> um, anyway, I don't know. These racist jokes, I don't know if they're going to get less funny or more funny. I think they're going to do both, depending on how you look at things. 
um, with squinty eyes or wide, eyes wide open. Come on, guys. Come on. Um, let's. If you laughed at that, you're a piece of shit. If you didn't laugh at that, you're a piece of shit. Either you have no sense of humor or you're racist. Either one. Either one you pick, you're a piece of shit. So you can't win. All right, guys, you're in here with me. <laughs> ah, fuck. Anyway, where was I? Where was I? I don't want to fucking keep losing my viewers. I, got, I don't know. I got a couple throughout the fucking world. I don't know if I have any out in the Orient anymore because my one, my one fucking uh, Thai listener came back here. God bless him. And uh, I don't even know if he still listens. I'll keep talking shit and see if he fucking says anything. You know who you are. <laughs> my one Thai guy. Oh, fuck. Actually, I got a couple more Americans, but they might just be my family. Which is more impressive to, to have my family listening to me than just a random fucking person. Because normally they do not. That's why I need this fucking thing. No, I'm just joking. I, I, I will never fucking take my family for granted. I can't do it. I, uh, as, I, as I got older, you realize, because when you're a kid, you don't know shit. You, can, you have no choice but to take things for granted. You have nothing to compare it to. But when you get older, you realize just how extraordinary the good people in your life are. Whether they're blood relatives or just fucking not. Um, they're people who just kind of, you've just kind of adopted or they've adopted you. Um, you know, a lot of species don't fucking just say, okay, this is my family, that's it. And then fucking war with other tribes in this imaginary battle. They, uh, you know what I mean? They all just fucking work together. That does happen. I mean, the, the, the animal kingdom is also very fucking violent. See, I got to always explain both fucking sides. So, uh, oh my God. <sighs> It's just like, like a lot of us want to like go back to living like in an old-fashioned way. And in a lot of ways, that is good. This is kind of ties into what I was saying before about, uh, you know, it's like people who don't want to fucking um, want to... I don't want to call it evolution because I don't want to fucking denounce anyone that is living in a more fucking, uh, like, natural way. I mean, the word fucking natural, what does it even mean anymore? I mean, everything fucking occurred out of nature. All fucking things, like all fucking human beings evolved out of fucking other human beings and fucking developed all this fucking shit so who's to fucking say what's natural or not it's a constantly the, the term itself is evolving constantly what we consider natural what we consider fucking i don't even know manufactured or processed like all that shit is manufactured out of items right here in nature you know most of our fucking medicine comes from amazon the amazon and then uh like the website i, I was trying to make a joke but i don't that's that funny anymore. Okay, guys. So settle the fuck down. I'm getting out of the comedy business. I know I'm the, one of the funniest fucking guys you've ever listened to. <laughs> um, can't sing. Can't fucking act. Running out of choices now, aren't we? I'm trying to do a fucking Bronson impression. That's one of my favorite fucking movies. The funny thing about Tom Hardy, I already—I feel like I've told you guys this story a thousand times. And I can't stop. Well, the other thing is, is I also give out the same fucking shitty fucking stories and anecdotes constantly. The thing is, I know I have fresh material, but I don't know who I've said to what. Again, I need a fucking app that keeps track of every single fucking story, anecdote, or thought that we have. I mean, it's already, we're already fucking having our thoughts monitored, depending on what you fucking believe. Um, okay, guys. Anyway, that bird had it coming. Uh, the roads are not the best, and, uh, ah, well, I didn't look back to confirm he was dead. Honestly, a fucking raccoon crawled out of the woods the other day, and I slowed down and didn't kill him, and at first, I felt like, ah, oh, you know, that's, that's the right thing to do. It wasn't. This fucking thing was in agony. 
that was I'm like I've never seen a fucking living thing. I've, I've seen things dying. I've heard things dying. I've never seen anything in so much fucking agony. I don't know what was wrong with this fucking thing, but it was just coming out to the road to fucking die for some reason. Um, probably hoping that one of the big giant fucking whatever the fucks would, would I don't know what to call it in, in, in the raccoon mind, uh, would fucking flatten him out like it did so many of his fucking, probably his family members. Anyway, um, and it was just completely inhumane that I didn't fucking kill him because he was fucked. But, you know, what are you going to do? You know, I could imagine a world where that raccoon got better and he's all right now. He's not, but that's why you don't look back. You don't look back, as in, you know, because I look back at that fucking guy in the truck behind me didn't get him either. Because um, one time I seen a truck swerve and fucking boom and just fucking popped the guy like and exploded him. And I thought, well, that's kind of fucked up. Like, raccoons are fucking mammals, man. Like, it's one thing hitting them by accident. Like, I, I, we all do that. Um, and it sucks. Um, but, like, going out of your way to murder fucking uh, things for no reason is kind of fucked up. I don't know. In a way, I, I think that. In a way, I also can't. Like, like, I don't really give a fuck. I hardly give a shit about people. Like, I, I really struggle sometimes to want, like, to, uh, not kill people, like, given the example, or given the example, given the, um, the opportunity, I'd probably murder a lot of fucking people if there were no repercussions, actually, um, <laughs> I remember this one gangster dude we were hanging out with, I have no idea who he was, but he was just really interesting, really a music guy, one of those guys that was a little too smart to just fucking, uh, to just sit back and just be a fucking, you know, gangster-ass thug. It is what it is, but, like, I mean, it's like, you know what, man? A little bit of wasted fucking potential here. It's a little bit of heartbreaking. I was just watching one of my favorite movies, Good Will Hunting. It's all about, you know, wasting potential. And uh, we can all relate to this in one way or another. We all are that person or to some degree or another, or we know people like that. But anyway, this guy was talking about people started talking shit about cops, uh, as a lot of, like, criminals would. Natural enemies, right? And, um... He was like, you know what? Yeah, okay. I don't, I'm not a big fan of the cops, but you guys should appreciate him. Because if there were no cops, I would fucking kill you. I would fucking kill you. And he just started going around saying that he was going to kill. He would love to just kill everybody. But the only reason he doesn't is because there's cops. So it's like, you know, you got you to gotta look at that side of it. Anyway, I had a lot more to say. And I know I didn't wrap up even the fucking fraction of the fucking stories or anecdotes I started. And I'll probably forget them all before the next fucking segment. But believe me, that's not intentional. If I could do anything to, to, to fix that, I would. Uh, other than, you know, fucking not try or try. I can't even remember which side of the negative I'm on. I hate double, triple fucking negatives. Well, I don't not hate them, but nobody doesn't not hate them. I don't even know. I'm trying to be not funny or not funny. I don't even know anymore. All right, guys, go fuck yourselves or don't. Or don't never stop not fucking nobody, okay? Goodbye. All right, welcome back, Big Ron the Champ here. How's everybody doing? I'm going to start off this segment by uh, reading an email from uh, my pal fucking Darcy, who seems to be the only one left still emailing me. Unless I have some uh, un unrecovered ones, I'm going to keep fucking hunting. But anyway, um, this one was a long one, so I'm going to actually have to fucking read this and then uh, and then reply to it. 
which is abnormally because you abnormal for me because usually I'm driving. So now I've got to try to do this parked, which is very difficult for me. I don't know how to sit still or fucking not move. Anyway, here we go. So this is the email. It says, I don't know if it's hitting 30 or what, but I'm starting to feel like it sucks to be a man. Uh, love, career, daily life, everything becomes a job and a challenge and it feels like you need to prove in every aspect of your life to everyone and yet respect is hard to find. You need to keep chasing things to prove yourself and to provide and yet no one gives a shit and treats you like shit but you can't even be sad about it or, or depressed about it or share as, as it'll make you make you more vulnerable or seem more vulnerable make people lose lose respect for you as a man okay so first things first oh i'm still recording i had to check because i have to switch between apps here um no it's it's not fucking easy not easy at all and it's not anything new let me stress that it seems like that to you because it might feel like a new or temporary like fresh stage in your fucking life but if you look back hard enough it, it was always rough um the illusion that it's just one fucking moment is harder than the other. It's not not really significantly that much harder. It's just, uh, it's your perception, really. There's a lot of shit in your life that's fucking difficult or whatever. And I, there's also a lot of people that um, do care about you. It's all, it's all how you're looking at it. There's a lot of people that do respect you, that do care about you, that do fucking, um, you know. It's just sometimes it feels like everyone's treating like shit or no one gives a shit about you. No one fucking cares. It's um, because that shit sticks out to you more. And when you're feeling really crappy, it just digs into you even more. I don't know. It's it's hard to explain. Um, and th yeah, as far as being vulnerable goes, that is very, that's very challenging. You have to fucking balance the line between fucking uh, seeming tough on the exterior, you know, solid and... Um, yeah, and, and then it's hard to trust people enough to be vulnerable around them. That's why I find a lot of times, like, absolute strangers will open up to me all the time. And I'm thinking, well, that's fucking weird, you know, that they'd feel safe. But it's like you feel a lot less safe with people who know you the that are closest to you because you feel like they'll judge you the most. Um, so anyway, it's not fucking easy. But you got to look at it this way. When things are really, really difficult, that is a good thing. Um... Because that means you're challenging your fucking self. If you went to the fucking gym and just fucking lifted all the lightest fucking weights, you fucking did the easiest fucking workout of your fucking life, you're like, wow, this is really fucking easy. What is that the best workout? Like, isn't the best workout when you're just fucking pushing yourself so fucking hard and you're overcoming all the fucking, you know what I mean? Like, everything you thought you couldn't do. You, you, you know what I mean? You're doing stuff that's like, used to seem absolutely fucking impossible to yourself and others. Um, and that, that's not just like the gym is just one fucking example, but whether that be at school, whether it be at a job, whether that be in some fucking hobby, um, just overcoming adversity when fucking things seem the absolute fucking worst. Cause it's so stressful. It's so fucking difficult. That's cause you got a ton of shit on your fucking plate. Um, well, I mean, that's, that's part of it, but also, um, your brain fucks with you too. A lot of times you're overconfident in, in, in ways, in, Sorry, I just got interrupted there. A lot of times you get super fucking confident and that's ill-founded. But the, the the opposite of that is a lot of times you have these voices in your head telling you you're shit, telling you you're garbage. And it, in a weird way, it's actually your brain trying to fucking protect you. It's trying to get you to not try so hard, not to go outside your comfort zone, not to take risks, to, to keep you fucking safe. Um, 
but also it's a lot of other people feeling like shit about themselves and not wanting to try hard or whatever. Then they fucking take their insecurities and their fucking uh, whatever. And then they try to project that on you. And then your whole life you're going to be hearing these fucking voices. And they're going to get in your fucking head. And you got to learn not to fucking listen to them. Now this is much easier to say than to fucking do. I have the exact same fucking problems. But I promise you it didn't just start at 30. And I promise you it's not going anywhere. Um, one thing I will say. Because fuck 30 feels like it was just yesterday. But. It's quite a long, that was almost a decade ago, actually, for me. But um, these are just fucking numbers anyway. When you become a fucking man, like all, all the adversity you've, you've overcome in your fucking life is what makes you what you are. Well, a man, a woman, a fucking person, what makes you a fucking, uh, you know, who you are. That's different for every single fucking person, and that's not a fucking number. Um, the greatest quote of all time. This guy was charged... I can't remember the exact fucking history of this quote. Most people fucking know it. Regardless of the derivation. Well, I mean, that's kind of important. This guy was paid by, like, the fucking richest person in the world. I have no idea. This could have been 100 years ago and fucking thousands of years ago. The point is, is someone was asked to get write the best fucking line in the world. The best fucking quote of all time. The most profound fucking thought that would last forever that could be applied to any stage of time in the future or in the past. And what it was, and I'm not even <laughs> I'm not even sure I'm gonna get it bang on. Just I usually just get the sentiment now. I can't get the fucking exact words all the time. Anyway, it's uh, this too shall come to pass. Essentially, what that means is everything is fucking temporary. So that can be fucking negative or positive, depending how you look at it. Everything bad will go away. It's all fucking temporary. All the fucking shitty parts of your fucking life. It's like everything that fucking seems so fucking stressful. Like you're fucking... It's the most horrible fucking shit ever. Because you're just like... It's killing you. I mean... I don't want to give anything fucking specific. But we all have this fucking shit in our life. The thing is... And the worst part about this is... The only way to make that easier... Is to fucking... Well, there's two ways... Uh, the only way to... No, sorry, sorry. There's only one way to make that easier, and that's to keep fucking doing it until you're fucking good enough at it that it doesn't even bother you anymore. There's so many things of this in your fucking life. At one point, you couldn't even walk. You couldn't talk. You couldn't stop shitting or pissing yourself. You know, and those days are coming back. Don't fucking think they're gone forever. Again, everything is temporary. <laughs> you know, you're going to get old if you're lucky enough to do so. So many people have this negative association with getting old. I'm telling you, the alternative... Is a little bit worse. <laughs> it's like, anyway, regardless, that's a whole nother fucking thing. Well, no, no, it does, it does relate directly to what we're talking about. Fuck, my brain crashed completely. I just paused to gather my thoughts and they're, I don't know where the fuck they went. Oh yeah, so anyway, everything is temporary. So when things are good, they're temporary. So fucking make sure you capitalize on that shit. Just be like, take fucking, take time to constantly be like, wow, I feel good right now. You know what I mean? Because you don't, you so many people don't fucking really embrace when they're feeling good. It's just the time fucking flies by when you're having fun and you're feeling good. And time slows to a fucking crawl when you're uncomfortable, when you're in a fucking stressful situ situation. If you guys have ever, like, fallen off a ladder, fallen out of a tree, fallen off a building, whatever. I can list everything you could fall off of. Time slows. Every fucking millisecond feels like a fucking year. Because your brain is, like, in this hyper fucking... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? It, you're, you're just taking everything in because you're in so much fucking fear uh, because you're going to fucking die or whatever. Like, at least your brain is just so fucking like, like, 
your brain opens right up. Like, if you look at somebody's face when they're terrified, if you can, like, when someone's truly fucking terrified, your fucking mouth opens all the way up, they gasp because they're trying to get as much air as possible. Your eyes go fucking bug-eyed because you're trying to be able to see as much as possible. You're as more, you're more alive in an ultra state of fucking fear than you ever are. Not that anyone should fucking seek out fucking, to be constantly in this state of peril, but, um, regardless, that's why the first day is always the longest fucking day. All days are the fucking same length, but your perception of it is going to feel the fucking longest because you're out of your comfort zone. You're not feeling safe. You're feeling fucking scared and vulnerable. And, um, and that's all right. I mean, it has to fucking suck. So you got to look at that on the fucking positive. As far as people losing respect for you or fucking, you know, or, or that shit, it's most of that is all in your fucking head. Most people are so concerned with what everyone else is fucking thinking about them that it's it's ridiculous. They're, they, they can't even be concerned about you. And most of their concern about you, again, is a fucking reflection of themselves. So all you got to do is learn to respect yourself. And everyone else can either fuck off or eventually you'll find that everyone fucking loves and respects you just the same fucking way. And I know that sounds like some cheesy fucking horse shit. In a lot of ways it is, but it's 100% fucking real. And that is a... Uh, that, that's something you have to constantly fucking uh, relearn throughout fucking life. Like, no one can fucking respect you unless you respect yourself. That's the fucking most important respect that ever fucking matters. You've got to be able to look in the fucking mirror. And you got to be, be able to look deep inside yourself and, and say, like, you know, am I trying my best? Am I fucking, you know... Like, that's a conversation only you can have with yourself. We can only... We, you know, no one else can fucking tell you that shit. And a lot of people will try to tell you, oh, you can't do this, you can't do that, or, or this isn't good enough, that's not good enough. Um, it's it's 100% fucking personal. It's 100% fucking subjective. I don't like to use fucking uh, absolutes. So we'll say 99% subjective, um, where you have to prove stuff to your fucking self. So like I say, if you're in, in really, really uncomfortable fucking surroundings, the only fucking way to make them comfortable is to keep doing that shit every single fucking day. Like, everything, everything in your life that was uncomfortable, you kept fucking doing it until you got to the point where... Like, I don't know about you, but I feel like me and every other person in the world, even though I fucking drive every single day, it's like my favorite fucking thing in the world is to be in a vehicle moving. It used to be terrifying. It used to be so fucking stressful and uncomfortable. And I used to freak the fuck out. Every time I got in a fucking vehicle, I was terrified. I couldn't fucking do it. And, uh, or sorry, I thought I couldn't do it. And I thought, this is the worst horrible fucking shit ever. But then you keep doing it, you keep doing it, you keep doing it. Some and, and not everybody does that. A lot of people say, oh, this sucks, this is terrible, I don't want to do this, and then give up. That's all right, you know. Um, but it, you can see the fucking result of when you fucking keep doing something until now it's like, you don't even have to think about it. It's so fucking easy that you don't even have to put one fucking shred of a thought into it. And I'll tell you right now, guaranteed, I've never lost a shred of respect to you. I'm very close to you. And I say this to all of you guys. Um, until the end of that email when you spelled lose, L-O-O-S-E, as in loose, I fucking, that, that brought you down at least 10%, 10-15%. I'm telling you, if you could have just fucking spell checked that shit, I fucking loosed some fucking respect for you right there, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I fucking uh, I get I get caught up on semantics all the fucking time, and honestly, I can barely form fucking sentences anymore. And uh, you know, it, it kills me because English was one of my fucking main things that I was just so fucking good at. That was my ace in the hole. 
but I didn't, I didn't necessarily take that fucking, for, or sorry, apparently I did take it for granted because I let that fucking skill go to waste. Didn't do too much with it. Um, but I just kept that as my ace in the hole and then I, I, I dedicated all my efforts to the shit that I was bad at. Um, anyway. And here's another fucking, anyway, here's another fucking paradox that, uh, that goes, uh, that relates to what you're saying here as far as being vulnerable is, 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 is showing weakness, right? Now, it takes a lot more fuck. I don't mean like to fucking get all weepy and break down at any fucking moment, okay? Like, I don't mean like to fall apart and like to actually be like a giant fucking pussy. Um, that's another thing. But to be comfortable enough, to feel like enough of a man, a strong fucking solid person, and to be able to fucking exp like, be, like actually let yourself be vulnerable from time to time, that takes a fucking ton of strength. I'm telling you, it's a lot easier, like, to be a big fucking, like, I, I remember I used to be a really big fucking guy. It's a hell of a lot easier to be a big fucking guy that's, like, physically imposing and scary than it is to be a smaller fucking person. Now, I'm just talking about physical fucking things right now. It's a hell of a lot fucking harder to be fucking vulnerable, to fucking, you know what I mean, to let your emotions show. To walk around like a big fucking mean, tough guy, that doesn't really take that much fucking courage to like open up and say like you know what I mean to let you like put yourself out there like me I used to always just do fucking voices I still do this all the time like characters voices and shit like that because if I was never showing the real me then I could I was never vulnerable I you know what I mean I, I used to never get close to fucking anybody I could never open up and fucking like really make bonds with people or at least I told myself I was always like fucking distant and cold and would fucking leave at any moment and um that's not exactly uh, a strong fucking way to go through life because then you're, you know what I mean, you're afraid. You're constantly fucking afraid. You're afraid to fucking get close to people because you don't want to deal with the pain of losing them. Just like, um... Sorry, I paused there at the fucking light to uh, save you guys from that fucking incessant turning signal. And now I don't remember where the fuck I was. Anyway, I'm just going to keep saying the same fucking shit. I mean, the reason you're stressed is you're going through different fucking, like, parts of your life that are uncomfortable, and you're taking on huge fucking challenges, and you always have, and, um, honestly, you should fear discomfort just as much, you know, or sorry, ugh, you should fear comfort as much as discomfort. Once your life gets so fucking easy that it's no fucking challenge anymore, that's what you should fear, because then it's like, okay, well, now I've gone fucking soft. It's like, if you guys have ever seen a big, fat, lazy house cat, there's fucking rodents running right around this fucking thing. It doesn't even give a fuck anymore. That is absolutely heartbreaking. Like, I mean, yeah, obviously spoil your fucking animals, but this thing's lost its fucking, its whole existence. Like, it doesn't even want to kill anymore. Like, you know what I mean? If you don't want to fucking kill, I mean, I mean, I want to kill things, but it's, I, I'm trying to use this as a fucking metaphor. You know, it's like when you break an animal's spirit, you, you, that happens with fucking humans too. They just stop trying anymore. There's no, there's no fight left in them. They're, they're, you know what I mean? Like I, like, I always use this example of this fucking cat in my neighborhood that will bring me dead things. I love that fucking thing. I mean, I don't want dead things necessarily, but I love that this fucking thing still kills things and will still bring it to you. He doesn't even know who the fuck I am. I don't even know what the fucking, who this thing is, but I'm just like, you know, keep on fucking killing. I love that. I fucking, um... Anyway, so... <laughs> Where the fuck was I? Oh, another thing you can do that makes you feel like you really got your life together is start doling out advice to others, okay? Instead of getting it and asking for it, 
just start giving it out non-stop without any fucking accountability credibility or fucking anything just start giving out advice nothing makes you feel better you can give out advice on fucking anything to anyone and uh, to be honest I don't give a shit it's like it's the greatest feeling in the world so um, I, that, I advise people to do that as much as fucking possible oh god start your own fucking podcast or fuck you get your you can come on my podcast anytime honestly I've never filtered anyone certainly not myself <laughs> there's some, it's raw it's uncut there's very little pressure like we were talking the other day about uh, about a certain podcast one of my buddies other buddies definitely should I think every single person has a story to tell and uh, some people are just very very fucking gifted talkers but you got to get over that stigma of like that feeling of like uh, gross narcissism like how fucking sad is it that I think that people are fucking want to listen to me and I, I still have to fight that every single time for me it's harder to not do my podcast than it is to do it because some people like you know also it's the first couple do your first couple I think I had to delete my first couple they were so goddamn cringy like so fucking bad I couldn't even listen to them um but anyway and the, and then one guy was saying like oh you know like what if you only had 10 listeners and I'm like what if only what the fuck half <laughs> my episodes I only get like five listeners that's fucking five more than I fucking need or, or even expect. But no, I mean, sometimes I'll get more or less. I, the, it doesn't fucking matter. The thing I love is I wouldn't even want to go past fucking ten. Because I can imagine every single fucking word I say, I can imagine every single one of you guys, like, right here with me. And I, and I consider, you know what I mean? Because I do, I don't necessarily filter myself, like, I'm very, I'm, I, but at the same time, I don't want to come out and fucking say, be too much of a dick, if you can believe that. Um, so I, I like to know exactly who the fuck I'm talking about. Because the bigger your fucking audience gets, um, the more you're going to be disconnected. There's no fucking way you can appeal to that many fucking people at once. Anyway, I hope I've answered your fucking question. I really, uh, I, I, I try because not a lot of people are, are sending me fucking shit. Um, so I like, to, I like to do my best for anyone who does. All right, so I hope that fucking uh, settles that for you. And uh, everyone else, I hope I hope that uh, I, I feel like that was very universal. Like I, like we all can relate to that shit. So uh, I hope that was beneficial to everyone. All right, I love you guys. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back, Big Brother Chefs Podcast here. I was leaning forward and uh, my seatbelt was holding me back and I was trying to lean forward to do something in my dashboard uh, a while ago and then I was like, you know, this seatbelt, although it does keep me safe, it's also holding me back and holding me in place. And then I thought, there's a profound metaphor here, you know, and uh, it's that we're constantly dancing a fucking dance along the line between safety and freedom. Okay, you gotta give a little to get a little, and, and, and it's it's a give and take. And then also that sometimes my brain is just reading into things where it's just like everything's a profound, everything you look at, everything you experience. Wow, this is a profound metaphor. Wow, there's some real, there's something more here, you know. Everything's an epiphany. Everything is this great profound thought. Oh shit, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Anyway, I'll let you, I'll let you decide. Okay. It's like the tree falling in the fucking woods only makes a sound if someone hears it. Do you know how fucked up that is to think? 
I mean, I get the fucking, you know, the, the meaning behind that. But to think, like, think of how egotistical that is. To think the only reason any fucking physical reaction occurs, and sound is a physical reaction that occurs, regardless of anyone's perception, but to think that that only happens based on your own fucking perception, like when you're a newborn baby, like, they don't understand that when you leave the room, you still exist, because they can only fucking process, they're barely processing just all the fucking world around them, and it's like, it's just, they just haven't learned that yet, it's just how the fucking brain develops, and then, and then you get to a certain age, a very, very young age, and then you do understand that, you know, people exist outside of your perception, as, as though you also exist outside the perception of others, but anyway... But speaking of the perception of others, we were talking to, I was talking to many people about this subject, and I find it fascinating, is that, um, in general, we all think that we want to be loved. Well, there's, there's a lot to that, right? Like, um, to be loved, it's like, I mean, that means a lot to a lot of different people, but I mean, like, you can't really survive unless somebody fucking, in some way, shape, or form loves you, then you will fucking wither away and die, because somebody would have to fucking feed you and fucking take care of you until you can do it yourself, but then even still, even when you can take care of yourself, you still need, like, so anyway, we're, we're taught, or, or at least just learn and adapt to our environments that we, we want to seek out this fucking love, and that, um, it's negative to have people fucking hate us, but, well, there's also the parallel between the offer, the, the, that fucking it's a it's a song lyric the opposite of love is indifference it's also a fucking concept that predates any fucking new age fucking song new age being like anything beyond like the 19 fucking 50s regardless i'm getting uh i'm just i'm fucking falling apart here jesus christ the opposite of love is indifference. Because the thing is, is love and hate are not opposites because they both require people to care about you. Now, the thing is, it's actually, in a lot of ways, it's, it's a great feeling to be loved. The thing is, is that eventually you feel like uh, compelled to fucking, you feel um, obligated and, um, that's another fucking word. It's a lot more stressful to be loved because then you're fucking you feel compelled to fucking perform a certain way. You feel, feel compelled to provide a certain fucking thing to the, for these people that, that love you. You know, you, you got to fucking live up to their expectations. you got to return their love in some sort of way, shape, or form. If people fucking hate you, it's so much easier to live up to that. It's so much easier to just fucking be hated. You don't have to... If someone hates you, you can be like, fuck you, you hate me. You're a fucking dick. I don't give a shit. And you don't have to fucking do anything. You, you almost fucking act out of spite of those fucking people. That's a lot fucking easier in a lot of ways, you know? So, um, being loved can be a lot more fucking stressful. Also, being loved, I was talking about this before, it opens you up to vulnerability. That's a lot more fucking uh, dangerous than being hated and just being like, fuck you and, you know, I don't give a shit. So anyway, it's a, it's a, it's a fucking crazy concept to wrap your head around all, and constantly through fucking life. Like a lot of times if somebody fucks you over or someone pisses you off or someone's being a fucking dick, it's, in any fucking situation, your response might be to get mad and to fucking get angry and to hate that person and fucking react. But if you really want to fucking uh, fuck with somebody for, or whatever, get back at somebody who's fucking with you or 
the best response is indifference. The best response is to just give no fucking reaction whatsoever. To just completely disregard somebody is the um, is the best thing to do in a lot of situations. And a lot of times, yeah, like whether being loved or hated, you feel accountable to these fucking people, um, and that 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 has its own level of fucking stress. Even if everybody fucking loves you, because then yeah, it, it becomes stressful because you, you feel so accountable to them. And a lot of times, although, yeah, indifference is the opposite of love, it is so much fucking, like, when you go to a new fucking town and nobody knows, you just got a fresh fucking start there, and nobody has any feeling about you one way or the other, and you just, like, blend right in and you're anonymous. There's such a great, wonderful, refreshing feeling of freedom in that. And that a lot of times just like people being completely indifferent and not giving a fuck about you is, is one of the greatest feelings. You know, you, you just, to just be completely fucking anonymous, it, it, it's absolutely amazing sometimes. But I mean, uh, the thing is, is we're, we're, we're completely indifferent to most people in the fucking world. Even if you are faking like uh, empathy or even feeling real fucking genuine empathy for the struggle of other people, people you've never met, people throughout the fucking world, and, uh, like, do you really think that's fucking helping them? Like, really? Do you really think that any fucking person who's struggling and suffering is like, I wish people around the world were really fucking feeling upset right now, and, uh, stressing out and fucking feeling like shit about what I'm going through, you know, that, that would really help me somehow, <laughs> like, it's fucking, it, it, I don't know. I think there's a, well, there's a reward system in your head that makes you feel better when you're fucking, uh, you know, really feeling bad or feeling whatever for people. Like, it, like what feeling is, is what makes you fucking human in a lot of ways. But, um, you gotta constantly get, take fucking, uh, take stock and say, is this fucking helping anybody? Anyway, guys, I'm gonna let you go for now. And, um, I hate wrapping up like it's a fucking phone call. They can't get off the fucking phone. Um, anyway, I love you guys. Um, be well. Take it easy. Oh, fuck. I was just going uh, to uh, try to try to recap all the fucking topics I covered here. Um, and I, I noticed, I, I can't remember, it feels like a fucking year ago, I started talking about that guy, the Cartnark. And one of the greatest things he does is he's just calling out people for being pieces of shit, like not returning their carts. And people are flipping the fuck out. And um, the greatest thing about that is instead of, you know, fucking flipping out or getting really upset or offended, with, or, you know what I mean? He's just like maintains his ridiculous fucking character that he's doing. And um, instead, of, instead of using like actual like insulting, like, like offensive insults he just calls people lazy he's like you lazy bones you you silly goose and he just like it's so much fucking better to just like you know what i mean like because if you start oh you fucking piece of shit fucking whatever like you might sound cooler but it's so much fucking funnier to um you know when someone's flipping the fuck out losing their fucking shit and you fucking uh and you're just calling them a fucking silly goose and a fucking <laughs> a lazy bones and all that shit. Anyway, so that's uh, I had to I had to tie those two things in together the the beginning and the end. Um, all right, so now I'm officially done. You fucking silly goose. You silly gooses. Mm -hmm.